Hey, Chosen fam. Welcome to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About a Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Sarah. And we are two best friends coming together to learn more about God and how we are chosen in Him. Join us here every Tuesday as we dive into God's Word about topics we all face to ultimately seek truth. We would love if you would subscribe and rate this podcast. And be sure to check out the free resources at thechosengirl.com. Let's get this party started. friends, Sarah here, and I'm so excited to introduce this episode, but even more excited to introduce our friend and what we're incorporating into Tell Me About It for Season 3. So the last episode of every month, we're going to interview one of our friends, introduce them, their testimony, and they're going to tell us about a topic in their life so that they, they can become one of your friends and they can change your life just as much as they have ours. So today we have our dear friend with Vintage Pharaoh Jewelry, Annie Moss, coming on the show to talk talk about anxiety and Lord, do I need that today? We are so excited to hear her share her story and her heart and she wanted to gift you guys something. So if you go to the vintagesparrowjewelry.com and use code TBS20, that's TBS for the Vintage Sparrow in all caps and the number 20, you'll get 20% off your purchase with them and that does not expire. So even if you're binging later on after this is launched, you can totally go on her website and get some of her adorable, super inspiring jewelry, hand-stamped goods, all of the things at theventuresparrowjewelry.com. Y'all have got to check it out. And we can't wait for y'all to meet Annie. So here's the show. I guess we'll just get started. Yeah. Okay. Like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I know. Liz and I I'm are so... i so y'all go easy on me. I'm the rookie. Girl, <laughs> are you kidding? Like, seriously, there is a reason this podcast is called Tell Me About It. Mm-hmm. I told Liz, I was like, we're so on brand. Like, we're going to have Annie on to tell me, to tell us about... about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So we are so excited. Um, so I love guess it. I'll just get started. Yeah. Um, I would love to give Annie, like the highest of praise with her introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's amazing for our followers to know that um, Annie and Liz met completely separately than Annie and myself who have known each other. I don't know, Annie, we've known each other for what, probably six or seven years. At least. We met through the festival was, yeah. world of making and selling. I knew. Like I what show even, was it first? I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. It was probably in like what 2015. Oh, no, wow. it's 2014. Because I didn't yeah, even have the airstream. Yeah, mm-hmm. crazy. And then when did you and Liz meet? Was it last year? Yeah. Was it last year? Two was it last years? year? Something? I think two years. Yeah, two I think years you're right. ago. Two years ago at a photo shoot. Yeah. And so I'm looking on Instagram and see Liz on Vintage Sparrow page, and I'm like, what? what <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> I'm like, it's literally, so cool. yes <laughs> I'm like these are all my favorite people and then now here we are like sharing part of your story Annie and won't he do it I, won't he do it so yeah. y'all Annie is one of when I think about like my pit stop team like my prayer team who I text um she like she said she's a nine a peacemaker like she's just one of those friends that brings peace into my life and everyone who knows her loves her because of yes. her peaceful spirit mm-hmm. um she's the owner of vintage sparrow and kimono and co and she is 
recently had amazing opportunities with Vintage Sparrow and the door opening with QVC. I don't want to steal her thunder and her story on that, but God is doing big things to give her a platform to proclaim his name and what he has done through Annie and her amazing small business of empowering women. And so welcome to the podcast, Annie Moss. Thank you for having me. Yes. yes. So tell us anything else that you would like for our listeners to know about yourself and Vintage Sparrow. Yeah. So um, I am a hyper creative. I learned that about myself early 20s. Like I love to have my hands in something creative all the time. And that's kind of how the Vintage Sparrow was born. Um, I was being creative, getting ready to go on a missions trip, raising money to go. And started making jewelry. And so made the, made the jewelry, raised the money to go, got back from the missions trip. And one of my friends said, Annie, I think you need to keep doing this. And it's so important to have those friends in your life that can see things in you sometimes when you don't even see them in yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so had friends come alongside of me and say, I want a you know, piece of jewelry with this word on it or this phrase or this scripture. And I was like, okay, I, I think I'm going to do this. And so just started making the jewelry and vintage spirit just organically happen. Was it something I tried to make happen? It was just, it just happened. And, and God was breathing on it too. And so here we are seven years later and I'm still mind blown at the opportunities that God has opened for us. Um, As I shared earlier, everything I do, I step out afraid. I do it in faith, faith over fear. That's one of our big mantras for the company. And um, we put that on a lot of our pieces. I just, every day I live in faith, knowing God, this is what you've called me to. You've called me to impact women. You've called me to spread the word of God on pieces that women can wear every single day and be reminded of who they are and whose they are. And so whether it's a woman dealing with anxiety, depression, fear, um, overcoming loss, like she can look down at that piece of jewelry and she can be reminded of truth. And so that's what the vintage fair is about. Yes. I love that so much. I think, I think that's one thing that will never go out of style. It's just like the truth of God's word and having those reminders are so important to stop us in our days and stop us in our mind and our thinking and our sometimes habit of speaking negative things over our lives to look down and be able to look at the jewelry. I know I've got a chosen ring that I get compliments on all the time and it's one of my favorite pieces. And it's, I love seeing it, but also loving, uh, having the opportunity for others to see that too, as a reminder to say that to others and not just myself. I love what you do, yes. Annie. Yeah. Our, Thank uh, you. our chosen jewelry is vintage Pharaoh. It is. Love it. it is. A little collab there. Um, yes. Annie, I would love to brag on you, but most of all brag on God about what he has been doing with your platform with vintage Pharaoh on a national level with QVC this year. So tell us about how that came to be. And girl, I know that you're giving glory to God. So you can just brag on him as much as you want to. You are not being boastful only in the cross girl. Oh my gosh. Y'all, it is such a God story if there ever was one, because uh, I was at a show, you know, in the beginning, Sarah, you know, this, I mean, businesses are not for the faint of heart. I mean, it's intense. So I was working a show dead of summer heat, sweating in every crevice of my body. I remember the show. (laughs) And I had a lady come up and she bought a necklace. She was, it was just one of those people, like I connect with so many people at our shows and just have those God encounters and God connections, but there was just something special 
I was like, we're going to be like, kind of how I was with you. I was like, we're going to be connected forever. I just know it, you know? Yes. And so, um, she bought a piece. Well, lo and behold, a few months later, I go to another show and I run into her again. And then I ran into her again. And so she just really connected with our brand and our mission and our message and just became a dear friend. Like just, you know, we grew a friendship and I don't know, probably a year later, she contacted me by email and she said, Annie, I work with QVC, if you're familiar with them. Uh, like, yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, I, you know, I work with them and I really think that they would love your product. And, you know, what I have found is I always try to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit because there's opportunities that, that God has put before us and the opportunities that I just think would be cool to do. But I knew when I read that email, this is a God opportunity. This is a next step for his word to go forth on a national level. And so we, we had already built the friendship. I'm like, I'm so glad I did not know before then that she worked for QVC. I probably would have been shaking in my boots. Yes, you know? totally. But um, so we just started the process of it and it was intense and it was a lot, but I knew through the entire process, like, God, this is what you're calling us to. It was, it was um, heavy labor to get to the point that we're at today, but we've been able to encourage now over 20,000 women, you know, just that are buying our pieces and being in, and it just blows me away that God would be so kind to give that opportunity. And the coolest part of it all, wasn't planning on sharing this, but I think this might be a fun tidbit that some might like to hear is I don't really follow celebrities or any of that or whatnot, but for the particular show I was on, I have one person that I really love and it's DJ Tanner. Absolutely. Candace Cameron Bure. Well, I love her so much. Yes. Like she's, yes, I love it. On Full House. Like I literally have every season, watch every season. Not to and mention she, her Hallmark debut. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Anyway, I'm sorry. Just had to drop that. Yeah. We love so you, Candace Cameron she, Bray. Yes. So um, she, Mindy, the lady that I worked with that grew the relationship with that worked with QVC, let me know that Candace Cameron Bray was going to be on the same show as me. And that was my little like God wink of like, I'm in the details. I'm in the details. Cause wow. to be honest, y'all, I mean, I had been in some really deep, dark personal seasons. My husband and I have walked through years of infertility. And so the jewelry business was something that God allowed me to birth and care for and love in a time that was very barren in my life. Mm -hmm. So it was like this season of when he finally said, okay, I'm about to break open. I'm about to break the blessing over open over your life. And it was just like those little things along the way of him just showing me like, I'm with you, I've got this. And there's even going to be sweet surprises along the journey. And it's just the coolest. So yeah, so we're QVC, we did our third show. Um, we're planning, trying to get slotted for the next air date. Wow. And I just keep saying yes. I'm like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing, but Jesus does. So I just keep saying yes. <laughs> Amen. Girl, in the midst of a pandemic, like getting that Girl. opportunity. Yes. Yeah. Like it had and to it be was, God. It had to be God. And another cool part is, I say cool part, I knew it was coming, but my husband lost his job in February. And I really felt mm. like we were supposed to work together and, um, you know, just carry the passion for, you know, the business together and the mission God's given us. And so just the faithfulness of God, like when we say yes, when we step out, when we don't know where it's going to come from, but we're just like, I just know this is what you're saying to do. So I'm just going to trust and I'm going to step off this ledge and believe that you're going to be my parachute, mm -hmm. you know? Wow. 
So it, it's just, it's been a cool ride. And a part of me just feels like it's just the beginning, which freaks me out, but let's go. I'm, I'll do it afraid. <laughs> wow. I love so, it. Yeah. That's amazing. That is beautiful. Um, I didn't email you this question, but the question that I just thought of as you were talking through all of that, you know, we know so many business owners and makers who I'm sure that 2020 has been such a hard season for them. And I even think back to the times of when we first got started and you think, Oh, when am I going to gain the followers? When am I going to gain the momentum? When is it going to happen for me that I reach X goal or I become, I, I bring in this amount of income or I have this amount of followers. So what would you say to the girl who is longing for more, who is in a season of less right now, who is wanting to grow? Yes. I have a perfect answer for that. Consistency is everything. Yes. And there is so much power in the practical. Because if I would have given up a year before or you know, a few months before some of the breakthroughs came, I would have never seen what we've seen on this side of it, which hasn't just been a blessing to me, but been a blessing to everyone on the other side of receiving our jewelry, working with us, you know, all of those elements. And so, you know, I love to say the key to success and I believe in any way is consistency. If you want to grow a closer, closer relationship with God, be consistent in your relationship. If you want a better marriage, be consistent in your marriage. If you want to you know, see your message and your mission and your business go to the next level. Girls, stay consistent. Do not give up. If God said it, do it. He will take care of you in the process of it. And I've watched him do it with us. So consistency. Amen, girl. That's so powerful. It's, it, it's such a, it's a simple concept. Just keep on keeping on Show and, and don't let up. And yet yeah, the reward, it, you know, investing in God, it never returns back void. And I love that. That consistency is key. And I think your story is the perfect example of consistency and mm -hmm. reaping and sowing. Like you were just being yourself showing up. You were just at your booth doing your thing, showing the love of Jesus through your attitude, blossomed a friendship that you had no idea would be something that would provide you these opportunities during a global pandemic where yeah. small businesses are struggling and God is faithful in the small things that were planted years ago. Yes. Yeah. And I've watched that in you too, Sarah. Like I, if there's a business friend in my life that I can say has that and carries that, you do girl. Like Thank you, you, you inspire me in that area. You and Hunter, I'm like, they are doing the dang thing. Friends. Just, Thank they you. Consistent. Like <laughs> I needed to hear that today. <laughs> yeah, I do. And you know, like, you know how it is. We try to be real as possible, not only in life, but on this show too. And so I love that you shared, like, you know, there are dark times, like people look mm -hmm. on Instagram and see us out in front at our booths or in our stores or whatever. And of course we're going to smile. And of course we're going to be positive and stay positive no matter what, because the foundation is like if God doesn't ever want our businesses to be a thing anymore, mm -hmm. then that's okay. Like we're going to trust him through that. But the fact is people don't see the elbow grease of years that have accumulated to where we are today and where we'll be in the future. And it's okay to have hard times. Yeah. And it's okay that's to it, struggle that's because it. like you said, the consistency is going to get us through and putting our faith and trust in God consistently. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. Girl, it's so it's good. True. It's you're right. That that's just the truth. <laughs> that's just it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, because the show is called Tell Me About It, mm-hmm. we wanted to bring you on today. Of course, we've been chatting back and forth um, about just something that's been a dominant factor in your journey, um, whether it be your business journey, your life journey, and um, we talked a little bit about how you want to talk about anxiety. That is our number one requested topic. We've covered it in one episode, I think first season. I think so. Yeah. But that is such a reoccurring thing for everybody. For everyone. Yes. I mean, I think, I know that I feel like Sarah and I have had our fair share in, in life and in the last year. And, um, even if you all were listening to our podcast last week, even talked a little bit about just some anxiety and how it plays out in the moment. And, we can't pretend that it's something that we can just ignore and, but then knowing how to recognize it, name it, claim it, and, you know, give it to God. Annie, we, we are so excited that you're here to talk about it. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm excited because I am prayerful that every person, woman or man who listens to y'all's podcast, that there's going to be some kind of negative truth. That's going to just bring freedom to their life. Praise because God. I know for me, um, and I just declare that if that's okay to do, I just believe Absolutely. that there's going to be just like freedom, anointing freedom. That's going to go out from y'all's podcast from this episode. Um, but you know, anxiety was something that to be very honest with you, I've kind of grew up with, didn't know what it was, just a constant feeling of unease. Um, enemy tried to come at a, a young age in my life with fear. And as I became an adult, I started being aware of something, something feels like it's not right. You know, just that feeling of, of, of not being at ease, something doesn't feel like it's right. So around 22, when I really surrendered my life to the Lord, he started just revealing some areas of fear in my heart. And then I would go through difficult times like a pandemic or infertility or different things. And it would surface this, this feeling of panic. And I got to a place where I was like, I have to deal with this crap. Sorry. That's not okay. No, we no, say crap. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. I yes. was like, <laughs> because I knew the place that God was wanting to take me, that this, this fear could not go. Mm-hmm. So oh, it, he began to show me that it doesn't mean there's not going to be moments of fear in life. There's, there's always going to be that level of uncertainty. You know, fear can be a healthy thing too. It causes you to not walk down a dark alley at two o'clock in the morning. So it can be a good thing too, but it can also be something that dictates your life. And it it was at a place where I thought this is dictating my life. And so as I went on a journey of healing with the Holy Spirit, did some counseling, I'm an advocate for counselors. Yes, People are anointed to walk you through the hard seasons. Yes. And amen to that. Absolutely. And I began to find that the, the time that fear driving the car was over in my life. It was done. I'm like, I am taking the wheel back and I'm going, not going to make decisions from a place of fear. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say no because of fear. And I'm sure as heck not going to let it affect me and the generations to come. So I just came to a place in my life where I began to learn what it looked like. First Peter five, seven to truly cast my anxieties on him, what that looked like. Some of it looked like I kind of had to sift through some things from the past and allow him to heal it up. Some of it looked like um, talking to myself, talking to the enemy and saying, not today, Satan. 
And through that process of trusting the Lord, of walking with him, of learning of his faithfulness, because, you know, the Bible says that perfect love casts out all fear. And I began to learn what that scripture truly means is when I am so undeniably confident of the love of the father for me, there's no room in my heart for fear because I'm so confident he's going to take care of me. That's so good. I'm so confident, like perfect love cast out for his love is perfect. And that's a daily thing. You know, it is, it is a daily thing for me. And I'll just be honest. There's some areas with the pandemic, with the, you know, my passion, the racial injustice that's happening with um, the struggles that we're seeing going on all around us where anxiety has been present. It has been present, but I've come to a place in my walk with the Lord. Well, no, 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 no. It will not dictate it will, it will not be that low pervasive fear that goes everywhere with me. It's just not allowed anymore. And so, you know, I, I just, I, I, I can't, I can't, it's not going to go where God's taking me. And so, yeah, I just had to say no. Wow. That's so powerful I, and freeing to, to lay it all on the, on Jesus. Like that, that's what he's called. He's, he's there with open arms. <clears throat> Excuse me. I had a question for you, Annie. So what takes it from realizing that it's just like a fear that you may have to recognizing that it may be dictating or driving your life? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. So I would say when anxiety or fear, like a spirit of fear is just leading your life is when you start making decisions based on that fear. Mm-hmm. When you start isolating based on that fear and y'all, we've all done it. Let's just, let's just blow the cover right now. Oh, you know, for we've sure. all been yeah. in that place, you know, and Um, It's even what I'm sharing right now is a daily reminder for myself. Um, It's, it's really just for me, my decision-making is an indicator if I'm allowing anxiety and fear to grip my heart versus saying, you know what, I may feel a little something, but I'm going to step over this fear and I'm going where God's called me to go because I know he's on the other side waiting for me. And so, um, you know, I do encourage all those who are listening, you know, if you're in that place of where it's debilitating, man, reach out to someone, whether that be a counselor, a pastor, a trusted person. I think it is so vital to have safe people in our life. Mm-hmm. Sarah has been that for me at times, you know, and I've been that for her, you know, for yes. us just to reach out and just say, Hey girl, will you pray? Cause there is power in prayer. There is Amen. power in prayer. Prayer is not idle words that we speak out. Prayer is words that go into the atmosphere and shift things and call angels on assignment. Girl, and yes. it's powerful. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's um, just an incredible thing that we have the ability to tap into community and people around us. You know, when I'm in those dark places, it's probably not something I'm going to post on Facebook, but you best believe it's something I'm going to be texting a friend and saying, I need covering. I need prayer. Yes. You know, I need, I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with this fear, anxiety, and and I've got to have a breakthrough. So, yeah. Girl, amen. I love it. Oh, that's so good. Um, A question that I have is what are some differences that you have seen physically in your life? Whether that be with like, for me, when I feel fear and anxiety, I can feel it on my chest. Like as is, as if to say it's a heart issue, because it is. Like you said, letting fear into your heart when you need to have that confidence and love Jesus. So explain to me, like, how do you feel your anxiety? Oh, wow. That's going really deep. But I like the question because it exposes, it it lets people know I'm not crazy. 
I'll never forget the first time I had a panic attack and I'm like, I'm dying. I'm just yes. pretty sure I'm dying, you know, <laughs> but I wasn't. Um, but our bodies are, are such, I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not a, a you know, a neurosurgeon, any of those things, but I could just say from my own personal experience, disclaimer there, but our bodies are such incredible things. God made us to feel. He created us to feel. And so, you know, when, when our bodies are at the max, when we have maxed out to the point of we have nothing left to give, or we can't take any more stress, it's actually a blessing that we can feel. You know, for me, my extremities will start going numb. I mean, that doesn't happen a lot, but when it gets to that point, like when I've come back from a huge show in Atlanta and I've maxed out and I've said yes to way too many things, yeah. I'll start getting a headache. I mean, there's just crazy things that'll happen. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, but it's or I not mean crazy you know, as in, wow, like you are not yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah. But it, if you look at it too, is it, I've began to find that those manifestations that our body can bring sometimes for me are a blessing. They weren't in the beginning because I'm like, oh my gosh, what's happening? I'm dying. But now I'm like, okay, this is an indicator that something is off balance. Wow, that's This good. is an indicator mm -hmm. that something needs to be addressed in my life. It could be a boundary issue in my life. It could be something I need to discuss in my marriage or the lack of discussion in my marriage. It could be the business stresses, you know, whatever that looks like. It could be a, a, a plethora of things, but it's so important to know the voice of the Holy Spirit. So when I go through those moments, I can be like, okay, Holy Spirit, what are you trying to tell me? What do I need to address in this moment? So it doesn't have to be a fearful thing. It's just a moment that says, okay, how do I need to address this? That's so good. I hope that wasn't too personal of a question to ask, but you answered that perfectly. Not at all. I hope it helps people because I've yes. gone through it and I hope it helps people. Yes. It's almost like God made our body so well and he's such a good father that he's almost like putting like when a car has a gas light or mm -hmm. a check engine light. Yes. Spidey senses are tingling. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> and you're like, Ooh, I feel like there's a cinder block on my chest. Mm -hmm. Let's self-reflect. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Whoa, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> mm -hmm. What's happening? And we're laughing about it now, but it's such, when you're in that. It's real. It is so real. Mm -hmm. I, I love that you just said about self-reflection because that's, you have to, you, you'll never know what to address if you don't reflect and we can't be afraid of uncovering some of the the things that are causing us harm and address them yes and because that in what you said amy annie like it can keep us from 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 doing what god's called us to by carrying something that we weren't meant to carry into a blessing yes. that he's ushering us into it's like mm -hmm. carrying around a suitcase full of rocks with you everywhere you go and wondering why it's so hard and so burdensome when the lord's like i done told you to leave it at the door but here you are That's right girl um, yeah. In kinda... our humanity, we just think we can carry, don't we? But we're mm -hmm. not, we weren't created or designed to do that, you know? That's literally, mm -hmm. you stole the words out of my mouth, Annie. Like, <laughs> why, what, what are our coping mechanisms to us? And like, why do they make so much sense to us um, when it comes to burdens and anxiety? Um, like, I, I think for me personally, I don't think I'm a control freak, but when I like analyze how I want to handle issues that arise in my life. Um, totally a control freak. Like I want to be able to fix everything and fix everyone. 
And for me personally, like I'll just give you an example. If Hunter and I are in an argument, like I say so many things to try to fix what stupid thing I did say initially. And I'm like, no, if you could just understand what I really meant. And I'm actually digging such a huge hole out of my panic to fix it. Yeah. But I'm making it worse. So for me, like doing all the things except putting that burden on God and saying, God, I trust you with this. I'm going to have confidence in your love and your abilities. Like that's, that's me. And I have identified that. I'm pretty sure like in the year of 2020, the year of our Lord, like <laughs> that's like, have you all seen those memes? Like I was today years old when I realized <laughs> this is how I cope with my anxiety. <laughs> so Amy, yeah. what are some healthy alternatives that you have learned from your, from your experiences or from the word on uh, that you could share with our sisters um, and chosen girl fam? I would oh, love to share that. Yes, absolutely. I would love to share that. So I said it earlier that um, there is power in the practical. You know, we talked about consistent mm. consistency being something important, but I think that in the realm of talking about anxiety, you know, sometimes there can be that spiritual component when we're under attack, where we just need to be praying in the spirit. But there also can be that times where we just need to implement some practical things that's literally going to shift things for us in, in a day's time. You know, I, just to be totally vulnerable, that's who I am. Um, as I shared earlier, I've got some exciting personal things going on, QVC's rolling, just, you know, business, we're trying to still figure out all this stuff in the pandemic. And I did something today that was just unique and different that literally boosted my mood. And I came home from work and I worked at the office today. Jeff worked at home and I said, what I did today worked. It was effective just because it was, it was very practical. But one thing I like to do is um, my first question would be, where are your thoughts at? Where are your thoughts? Where is your mind going? Because our mm -hmm. minds can get into a rat race and a rat wheel before you know it. And usually if I've gotten to that place of actual panic attack, I can trace back and be like, my mind was a hot mess. My thoughts were all wow. over the place, all over the place. And so we know 2 Corinthians 10, 5, I love this scripture. It says, we tear down arguments in every presumption set up against the knowledge of God. We take every thought captive mm. to make it obedient to Christ. And I love the version that says we pull down every vain imagination. Because I have to tell you girls, there are times when I literally will be on attractive. It could be like somebody doesn't like me. <laughs> Yeah. And I just go, go and go. I mean, the stupidest things, but the enemy, all he has to do is plant a seed and then I just water it and I fertilize it. And before you know it, it's grown into this thing that's not even accurate anymore. Wow. But for me, I have found that I have to stay so tethered to the father that I know his voice. You know, the Bible says, I know his voice and the voice of the stranger. I will not follow, mm. you know? And so yes. I know my shepherd's voice so that when I'm hearing these thoughts, I can immediately say, that doesn't sound like my father's voice. And that's, that's what the practical too, of staying in his word, staying in, I mean, I'm telling you what my uh, Bethel peace album, it's on every morning right now. When I get up, I usually like silence in the morning, but I need that. I need my spirit fed so that my mm. mind can get renewed by worship. So my mind can get renewed by the word. So I would say first thing would be, um, taking inventory of your thoughts and watching it when they get to that place that it becomes dangerous 
um, Battlefield of the Mind by Joy Smart. It's an oldie, yes. but it is a goodie if Absolutely. you are a reader. Tell you what, man, it's it's powerful. I think I've given my last one away, but I need to get another one. Um, second, I am working on this one. Um, let your yes be yes and your no. Mm, that's good. We can say yes to so many things and literally have. I, I was I'm a recovering yes man. I totally am. I used to say yes to everything. Till I got to a point where I felt so pulled in so many different directions and anxiety became a byproduct of that. But Jesus said in Matthew 5, 37, you only need a simple yes or no, period. Mm-hmm. Anything beyond that is from the evil one, yes or no. So he modeled saying yes and saying no. He modeled boundaries. Saying no is not a sin. That's something else I've had to learn. I'm still learning that. Um, knowing your capacity, knowing your needs, knowing the season that you're in. I shared um, uh, recently with a friend of just the season I'm in and knowing my capacity right now is it's, it's around 85%. Yeah, that's okay. And so yeah. when I get, when I get past that point, I just know like, okay, it's time to kind of scale back and I try and you can't compare yourself to what this girl's doing or that girl's doing. I just have to stay in my lane and know my yes has to be yes. And my no has to be no. And, and it's important because we can't pour from an empty cup. Um, and the last thing I'd love to share is um, just power in the practical is re-encountering the love of the Father. I shared earlier that perfect love casts out all fear. And something shifts in our hearts and our minds when we re-encounter him and we know how cared and loved for we are. So yes. that looks like spending time in his word, uh, finding him in worship. I think you had said recently, Sarah, uh, that, you know, on a conversation we had that you're just in a time where finding God in the silence is important yes. to you. Mm-hmm. That stuck with me, girl. Like that stuck. I actually used that on an ambassador call recently. It just, it was so powerful that sometimes we don't even need to say anything. Presence is powerful. Mm-hmm. So we just get into his presence and we just have that, that, that uh, knowledge and knowing that Holy spirit is around us. Holy Spirit is with us. Holy Spirit is living and breathing through us and just letting him do what he needs to do in those moments of silence. Yes, so those are some practical that. things that, yeah, that I, that I try to implement on a daily basis, daily basis. Girl, what wisdom. Yes, it's so good. Mm-hmm. You know, you brought up something that, that made me think of a question. We know that these are just unprecedented times that we're going through currently and life is always full of the ups and downs. But how do you recognize when the Lord is calling you to a new season, a new change? That's something that it's, it's time to, for him to usher something new into your life. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a fun question. I had a friend say to me once, you know, it's time to go to the next place when it's, it's harder to stay than it is to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's even what, if that's helpful or not, but yeah. um, for me too, um, just around the topic of saying yes to the best things and mm-hmm. saying no to the good things. It's, it's often because I am a recovering yes man. I kind of, I need to get along with God and say, okay, God, what do you, what do you have for me? What do I have peace? And that's what I do is I follow my peace. You know, what he's saying is good for me in that season. So. I love that. I don't, I I think about myself in these moments that the unknown causes me a lot of anxiety because I'd like to, like Sarah, I'd like to think that I'm not a control person, but I totally am. I know who I am. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) But 
but I love that following the peace helps me so much with my anxiety that it's not all on me that I can, yeah. I can hand over the reins and th that's learning to hand over the reins and actually do it is life changing. Yeah. Praise God that we can do that. Yes. Yes. So good. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share, Annie? You know, I just, I want to see women set free from fear and anxiety. And Amen. I just want to see a movement of freedom happen across the globe in the hearts of women. And I do not believe, you know, God said in his word, that the enemy comes to still kill and destroy, but I have come to give you abundant life. Yes. Jesus has come to give abundant life. And so if you are experiencing anything less than abundant life, that is proof that the enemy's tried to wiggle his way in. And he, and you know, he does it in all of our lives, all mm -hmm. of our lives. We're going to see where he's going to try to come and he's going to try to, there's going to be a fight. We know who wins the war. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But, but you know, hold on to that truth and let that scripture bring hope to your heart that God has abundant life for you. There's going to be the valley moments. You know, we read in Psalms where David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. We're going to walk through the valley. We just can't camp there. We can't stay there because yes. city and fear and doubt, because I, I'll tell you, I have built camp up. I have built the fire. I have roasted marshmallows down there in that valley and thought, <laughs> I'm just, I'm done, you know, and we all have, mm -hmm. but God in his kindness by his Holy spirit has drawn me back to the place of the beautiful plateaus and the mountaintops and to see his goodness, you know, but life won't always be perfect too, because if it was always perfect and we we're always on the mountaintop, what would we need a savior for, you know? And so I just, I want to see women set free and from, from fear and anxiety. And I pray that some of these things that we've shared today would do just that. Yes. So, um, I want to end on this one last question because I love how you've mentioned throughout this conversation, how kind our God is and what have you learned and what has been your experience with learning about the nature of God through these mm -hmm. past seven years um, through anxiety, through Vintage Sparrow, through, um, just things in your marriage. And what, what do you think you know about God now that you might've not known at the beginning of the journey? Oh, that's a big question. I know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it's so good. It's just, it's just deep. Um, you know, I feel like you truly learn the heart of the father when you go through the valley, mm -hmm. because when you're in those sweet spots, you can know the God of Christianity or church or religion. But when you go through the valley and I've walked through the valley and I've experienced loss and great pain and struggle and come to a place of saying, I don't know if you're real. Some people that may challenge their theology, but I was at such a deep and hurting and place of loss a few years ago when we went through an early miscarriage that I got down on my face and I broke down. I said, I don't know if you're real. And you know what? God met me in that moment. Wow. And I can honestly say that it was in that valley moment that I truly learned the heart of the father. Like I really began to learn who he was as the good, good father. And I, and I, in that process, something shifted in me. It, it, part of it was just a place of surrender, but then there's that part of sovereign, the sovereignty of God too, where he just comes in and he just reveals himself. And there's that knowing that's, I know you are who you say you are, no matter what's going on around me. So through yes. that place of learning his character, 
learning his, his, the hope that he gives me in the place of the valley. I've come out on the other side and I don't care what I go through now. My, my confidence is so solid that he's a good father that nothing can shake me. So I'm thankful for the valley because it truly taught me the true love of the father. Yes. Yeah. Girl, wow. praise God for that. So good. Yeah. Oh, what a sweet note to end on. It, couldn't get any better. I'm just like that. I'm a very visual person and I'm just like, my little teacup is just overflowing. It's so good. <laughs> like it. a bubbling I spring it. inside. I love that it's a teacup as well. Yes. I cannot, we cannot express our gratitude yes. for you pouring oh, out your heart with you us. Girls. And we are your number one cheerleaders. Some of them. I know you have a big cheerleading squad on your, on your team. And, um, thank you just for your genuine words and your authenticity and your transparency, because I absolutely believe that the prayer that you prayed at the, or that you said at the beginning of, you know, letting this free someone, Mm -hmm. um, letting something be said here in this podcast today that would truly be groundbreaking for someone. And that, that definitely happened. Yes. So praise God for that. Praise Praise God for that. And I pray for having me. Yes. And I just think, Lord, it's coming a storm Mm -hmm. here. I don't know if you can hear it, but, uh, but I just pray like this, this podcast, once it's live, it's live forever. And people um, go back and binge. And I think of people even years, years and years from now, listening back to an August 25th, (laughs) recording of tell me about it in Lebanon Tennessee and Hendersonville Tennessee that God's going to meet them right where they are and he's going to know that they picked this podcast for a reason and it's going to set them free and I just think of the kingdom uh difference that can make in somebody's life so Mm -hmm. we are truly grateful to you my sweet friend amen well thank you for just allowing me to have a place and share my story and hopefully bring some hope to a lot of women's hearts girl. God is so good. God is so good. I'm just can't stop smiling. Yes, he is. <laughs> so good. Well, we love you, girl. Love y'all too. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girl Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.